If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. At B98.5, we live and work in Atlanta just like you. And it's important to know what's going on in our community and how we can help make it even better. Welcome to B98.5's Be in the Community. Good morning and welcome to Be in the Community. I am Charlie and this morning I am joined by a friend and a neighbor, Barbara Mock of Tutu Capers. Welcome, Barbara. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm great and I am so excited to have you on here. I've obviously known about Tutu Capers, but let's start with the basics. I want you to tell me what is Tutu Capers? Like, what are you? We are a grassroots organization that started in 2012 with just a bunch of friends to um, make tutus and superhero capes and bring them to medically challenged kids at the hospitals. So you bring them to hospitals and like children's shelters, foster care? Okay. Initially, we started out bringing them to Adelson and Scottish Rite, the two children's health care of Atlanta organizations. Right. And it kind of blossomed from there as the need grew and became apparent to us. We delivered to the Gwinnett County Children's Shelter, um, the court system, because they have a lot of children that come through there that are in the foster care system. And um, we had capes and tutus in the safe room at one of the courthouses at Gwinnett County. It just, whatever need we heard about, we tried to fill. That's amazing. Because I think when you first started this and you were talking about how you did it for children at, you know, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta and like those related hospitals, like you think sick, sick kids and this would help encourage them and lift them. But I didn't even think about children that are in foster care or have to deal with the court system. That is a very scary thing for an adult throw in a child that has no idea what's going on and something fun and lighthearted like a Superman kind of cape kind of thing or a tutu has got to make a world of difference. So I know what you're doing is just so appreciated. Well, our goal was to make kids feel like they had superpowers when they were feeling very un- in con- not in control of their life. Right, right. And very afraid. My son, my oldest son, was in Edelson twice, um, and we spent a lot of time there. And I know how scary it is. Every time someone walks in the room, you're wondering if they're going to stick you or take you somewhere scary in the hospital for a test. And instead, somebody walks in and gives you a superhero cape. So wow, it's, it's a nice little tiny little thing to bring a smile you say tiny but um as a parent of two little girls like i would imagine something like that would be huge like you just change the whole atmosphere and feel of the room when you do that well that's the goal (laughs) you're doing it so how did you get started because i'm thinking like I don't need, and I'm pretty handy, pretty DIY, but I don't even know how to begin to make a tutu or a cape. So how did you get started? Well, as my occupation for the last 40 years, I made and designed ballet costumes. 
for pre-professional companies like the, the, wow. the Nutcracker, Sleeping Beauty, or all those productions. And so it was a natural progression. And the group of girls that I started it with, we did the breast cancer three-day walk in Atlanta every year. Yeah, okay. And the name of our group was Tutus for Tatas. And we were <laughs> Love a it. fundraising machine. But um, the three-day walk was only one weekend a year, and we wanted to do something year-round. Uh, but I can't take the credit for thinking of of Tutu Capers, we were watching, actually, my husband was watching the news one night in January of 2012, and they were doing a little piece at the end of their new show. I don't remember what it was, but it was about a lady in Florida who had an organization called Emmy's Heart, and her son was hospitalized. I think he had, whatever he had, he was in isolation. And she sat in his room and made tutus and brought them to the kids in the hospital. And so she started doing it down there at Joe DiMaggio Hospital. And I saw it and I thought, oh, my gosh, that is perfect. It, it, it all just kind of falls into place. So how many do you make a month? Like, it's it's you and I know because I said you are a neighbor, like, you do tutu parties, like, at the clubhouse where you recruit neighbors to come and make. But, like, how many, do you do this monthly, weekly? How many do you make in a month, maybe? Um, Several hundred, probably. Wow. Just you alone or you with other other friends and volunteers? Other friends and volunteers. Okay. We wow. have, I have one lady, her, her daughter lives in our neighborhood, and she did the three-day walk with us. Her name is Marsha Blazer, and she has made it her goal. She's retired. She sews two capes a day, and I would say she, she's made at least 3,000 capes for us. Oh, Every my month, gosh. she delivers me 20 or 30 or 40 capes. Um, and she buys most of the fabric herself. We are totally a self-funded organization. We don't, we aren't a 501c3. We don't do fundraisers and ask for money. Um, I have an Amazon wish list that I put out there when we start getting low on supplies. Okay. And my sewing business keeps us going also because I still sew for a living. Um, but Marsha herself has just ranked out the capes. Um, and then as far as tutus goes, sometimes we have a school that'll do it for us. Before COVID, I, I feel like there's two parts of tutu capers, mm -hmm. the before COVID and the after COVID. I think that's probably because, for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before COVID, we met once a month at the Hudgens Center for the Arts. They gave us a room there and People knew that it was the third Saturday of the month. You could show up there and make tutus for a couple of hours. Um, and then we also had schools all over that their beta clubs or their cheerleaders. I had Mill Creek football team made tutus for us one day. A football team. And, I love it. Yeah. And they get credit, you know, community service hours, because when you're trying to go to college and filling out that application, you need those service hours. And so we were really, really cranking, and I would say we were delivering over 2,000 capes and tutus a year. But 
COVID shut us down. And now it's we're slowly cranking back up, but we're doing more house parties, church groups. Uh, Grayson High School Beta Club did you just just have a, a tutu making event for us, and I got forty tutus from them the other day. Wow, so. I, I didn't even think about that. So it's not just ladies at home like you're getting high schoolers and it is so important i think to teach at an early age to do community service and to giving back so you've got high school and that's such a great idea like beta clubs and like you said like community service events like that yeah it it's it's something that everybody can do it's no so you can make a tutu in less than an hour that was my next question is how long does it take to make it? It is no so. So you're just tying the to uh, tying the tool and then Onto the elastic band. I make all the elastic bands. Okay. And I'll mail them. I have a lady in Carrollton who does it. We have a church group in Woodstock that does it for us. Um and I'll just ship out the waistbands. Wow. And they'll get us the tutus. That is absolutely amazing. We'll just bring them directly Mm -hmm. to the the hospitals for us. Okay, so they don't have to make them at their home and then get them to you, and then you have to worry about getting them to the hospital. They can take them directly to the hospital. Yes. I mean, of course, they got to set something up. It makes it a lot easier. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I was telling my friend Abby, she works here at the station, about you and like how we were having this conversation this morning. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I know Tutu Capers. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, my friend works at like one of the hospitals. And whenever they deliver, she tells me about it. And she's like, you would not believe how excited like the kids, and the doctors and the nurses. So, I mean, you are just so appreciated, not just by the kids and the patients and the people that are on the receiving end of the tutus and capes, but by the staff, too. Well, that makes me feel good. You know, we really, we I used to tag every single cape and tutu with our business card, and we never, ever heard from anybody oh. because the mothers and fathers of the kids who are receiving those, they're in a crisis. Um, so... Yeah, your mind's I not thinking, like, to... let me tag. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I, I've actually stopped tagging them because the hospital knows where they come from and the nurses know where they come from. Right. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're obligated to thank us or to donate to us. It is just a totally no-strings-attached gift. It's and it's so little. Not not to diminish what you're doing. It's just it's something so easy and simple, and it makes such a huge impact to everyone. Now I want to go back to talking about how you you mentioned you had you know before COVID and after COVID, and I think a lot of businesses, a lot of people, I feel like that's that's such a benchmark in our lives, like things we did before and after. Now, back in 2020, you guys like switched gears and you started making masks for healthcare workers. We did, and it was fast. I don't, I don't even know how it happened. I think one of our nurses at Eggleston messaged me and said, "Oh my gosh, this thing is crazy, and we can't get masks." And um, asked me if we could make them some masks. And I looked it up on YouTube because I I didn't ever pay attention to what a hospital mask was really required. Right. Nobody knew what it was before 2020. Now we're all very versed in it. That's true. We are. But so in just a matter of a few days, we went from 
just rocking along doing the capes and tutus to we became a neighborhood mask production team um, in the between the end of March and the first of June, our neighborhood made ten thousand masks. Wow! And I remember I I did not participate in the uh, making of the mask, but I participated in donating what elastic I had. I remember I walked it. I was just wanting some fresh air, and I remember walking it down to your house and put it on your front porch. And it was just, it was such, it was a weird time in the world and everybody kind of came together. And I, yeah, I remember, I remember that. It was, it, it gave everybody in our neighborhood, I think, a purpose. Yes. To get through those mm-hmm. scary months. And we had, um, word got out really fast that we were making masks. And I, I think we gave, oh, I don't know how many, I used to have a list of organizations, but we gave them to nursing homes and hospitals. And my my daughter-in-law, Mag, worked at the emergency room at Northeast Georgia in Brazelton, and we were supplying them. I mean, they didn't have masks. It was and, yeah, a huge um, shortage everywhere. We They went everywhere, and I had a, a list. And first, you know, it we started at the top and worked our way down. And we would give out a hundred to each group, wow. and we stacked them up on the porch where you left the elastic. Yeah, and, and just, they could um, come by. People, they would come get them. Yeah, and we had neighbors donating sheets. I mean, we couldn't get fabric. Right. Well, it, you couldn't get it, but also like the stores weren't open. I mean, there was no Hobby Lobby. There was no Joann's. There, I mean, th- they just weren't open. Nothing was open. Right. So you couldn't even run to the store to get some extra fabric or elastic. You had to get it online if you even could. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember you kind of switching gears and how just it was it was seamless, at least to someone on the outside. Maybe not to you, but it was just so seamless. And you're like, there's a need. I'm going to deliver. Well, it was, I really, I hate to say I enjoyed it because it was really stressful. Right, I'm sure. But we, I did enjoy the fact that we all got together. Mm -hmm. And my husband, who had never sewn before, he stood and ironed masks for hours and hours. And there were probably five or six husbands who did nothing but iron. And we had my friend Becky Phillips cut thousands of masks out with her mom's special pinking shears. I mean, it was just, it was cool. And we had, we have a neighbor who has a mattress company and he made the nose, uh, little metal clips that you oh, had to slide yeah. in to hold it. Yeah. From, from mattress we, parts or mattress pieces? Yes. They, they, I don't know how they did it, but he gave us thousands Wow. Well, this is Be in the Community, and I am talking with Barbara Monk of Tutu Capers. Now, you were talking about how you have beta club members and you do kind of recruitments. Do you have a list or do you just uh, of, of events where people can go or is there a link or like how you just want people to host parties and then take them to it? Like, or how does that work? Do you just encourage people to do what they can and donate what they can or do you do like official parties? Well, I don't do official parties anymore. We used to, but now I do ask that um, if you want to have a party at your house, contact me. We have, I have an email address that you can email me. We have a Facebook page that I keep 
pretty updated with what's going on, what's been delivered, who's making things, what we need. Um, if you want to host a party, you can you can call me. I can get masks, uh, not masks, we're talking about masks. <laughs> I can get elastics to you. You don't really need any equipment. It's simple. You wrap the, the tool around a piece of cardboard that's a um, certain measurement, and you cut one end, and you put it on the elastic, and you can use a bucket or the back of a chair or a book. So it's very easy. And uh, Yeah, it almost is no around, equipment. There is no equipment, and there's no sewing. And we had one time I did my I have a granddaughter who had a tutu making birthday party and all of her friends made a tutu. I think they were eight years old. It was the most fun. Wow. That is, and did they keep them or did they donate them? That's amazing. Oh, they donated them. They they all took a picture with them and then they went to the hospital. And and it makes children. Wow like to feel like they're helping other kids a hundred percent yes my daughter's having her eighth birthday coming up in a few weeks and now i'm like i want to just put the pause on that party and do a tutu party hey i'll do it that's oh my gosh this is this is so great so it's it is no so and it's easy and then what is your email address it's tutu capers t-u-t-u-c-a-p-e-r-s the number two, number two, at gmail.com. Oh, that's so easy. And so that's where they can donate, uh, not donate, I'm sorry, reach out to you to figure out how to get together or at least plan some kind of party or some kind of event to get some tutus made. Or do you allow other people to make the capes? Or is that something you keep kind of to you? And I I don't even remember her name. Kim? Marsha. (laughs) Marsha. I don't know where I came from, Um, Kim. I would love to have more people sew capes. Capes are, they're a little more time consuming. Mm-hmm. I can make like, I don't know, two in an hour. Oh, okay. But, um, we, we used to have people at the art center that would just come cut them because even cutting them out is labor intensive. And the thing is, it's, it's like sewing 101, like when you made a pillowcase when you first learned how to sew, it's that simple. It and just I have takes a pattern. Time. I can email the pattern. Um, we try to use a juvenile print on one side of them. They're not they're not the classic superhero cape that you see like at the store that just is a one piece of satin with a star on it. We line them. We used to line them with flannel when we could get it and the kids would snuggle with it. They don't just wear it. Right. It's it's a power security thing for them, mm-hmm. and um, we do sports capes that have soccer balls on them. We do capes that have Superman or Wonder Woman. And initially, my thought was that the tutus would be for the girls and the capes would be for the boys. But that got kiboshed right off the bat because the girls wanted superhero capes. And some of the boys wanted tutus because they're crazy and fun. And, yeah. You know, you can put a tutu on your IV pole and it looks a lot better than just a plain old IV pole. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I did not even think about it being like a blanket, like a comfort blanket for them. 
that's yeah i'm telling you what you are doing is just phenomenal you are changing the world little by little you really are Oh, With something you. as simple as a as a cape and a tutu, not to diminish it, but you know, it's just it's something that is just so simple that you have empowered so many kids to overcome their their worst fears or or what they're going through every day. You're empowering them. Well, that's what we're trying to do. It it definitely makes me feel good that we do it, and uh, every time we deliver them, we. Children's Healthcare of Atlanta is going through a, a change right now. They're building this enormous new hospital over off of Druid Hills Road. Yes, and North Druid Hills. Mm-hmm. Opened the pediatric care facility that they have moved all their clinics, which used to be spread all over the campuses because they didn't have enough room, into this one main building. And we do bring at least a hundred or two hundred every month or two to them. And before that is the one place that I can almost see the children because we don't, people think, I have people all the time say, oh, I want to deliver them for you. Well, delivering them means you walk in the door and you hand them to the The staff, volunteer services. Yes. Because you can't see the children. It puts them at risk. Right. It puts you at risk. So... When you make a delivery to pediatric care, my friend Laura Hobbs meets me in the lobby or whoever I send down there. We have some neighbors that have, that go down there for other reasons, so they make deliveries for us. But when you go into the lobby with them, you might get to give away half a dozen before the kids get in the, in the elevator <laughs> to go to their doctor. So that's wow. really fun, and you get to see how excited they get. That is what it's all about, just bringing smiles. So I'm talking to Barbara Monk of Tutu Capers, and it's such an easy organization that you can help support. And you, like you said, the tutus are no-so. It's something so easy. Kids can do it. You said your granddaughter did it for her eighth birthday and made a whole bunch and then took them and donated them. Where I want you to um, talk about your Facebook page, like where can we find you on there and your Amazon wish list? Where can we find all this? For Facebook, if you find us on Facebook, you can find our Amazon wish list because I have a link on the Facebook page. Perfect. But Facebook, it's just two two capers, T U T U and C A P E R S, two words. And um, we would love to have you be a friend of ours on Facebook have a party uh we definitely need supplies and facebook is the easiest way to keep our link out there right you can just keep posting the the wish list link yes unfortunately you know i would say our costs have more than doubled since covid another after covid thing Mm -hmm. we used to be able to buy fabric for the capes fun you know superhero print fabrics for four or five dollars a yard now it's fourteen dollars a yard Whoa. And Whoa. it's it's insane it is insane how much the costs have gone up and sat we use cotton or flannel on one side and then we use satin on the other side so we have uh we have a, a little bit of satin left cares for kids that is a keller williams organization bought us probably a thousand yards of satin wow maybe three or four years ago and we've mm. just started to run out wow 
So not only can someone donate some tool or some elastic, but they can also donate fabric. And even if it's in a bulk form, (laughs) you will still take it. Oh, yes. Barbara, thank you so much for joining me. And again, that Facebook is Tutu Capers, T-U-T-U-C-A-P-E-R-S. And that's where they can find your Amazon wish list. And then is your email on there as well? It is. Well, thank you for asking me to share it. It's my it's my heart. It really does have my heart. I can't stop even if I wanted to. Thank you so much for having me, Charlie. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.